0: we often put um, importance to the last words, the last words that someone speaks, especially a loved one. Sometimes it's profound, sometimes it's just their last words. Sometimes there's meaning to it, sometimes not. What were the last words of Jesus? Well, actually, there's two times which we focus on the last words of Jesus, right? The first time would have been on the cross. We focus on his last words from the cross. Behold your mother, behold your son, it is finished. But there's another time in which we can focus on his last words. And that's right before he ascended into heaven. And so that's what we celebrate this morning. The ascension of Jesus Christ to the Father, to heaven. To be in that that reality, of heaven in bodily form, he takes our human nature with him into heaven. So our human nature is in heaven in Jesus Christ. Um, but what did he say? What did he say at the end? We we'll hear from the from the first reading. The Lord said, "By your receive power, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, Pentecost, which you celebrate next Sunday." And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, the ends of the earth, and in different variations and different gospels it's basically the same, go out in the whole world, proclaim the gospel to everyone, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them, name the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, still going on today, we'll have four baptisms right after this mass, here in Yorkville, in this part of of the world, in, in North America. We're able to be followers of Jesus Christ because there's those who were before us, who lived before us, who took this to heart, right? Even though we're far away from the Holy Land, we can experience his love right here in Yorkville. So what happened after he said these words, before he sent it? into heaven. They went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them. The Lord was with them. Even though he ascended to heaven, he was with them. They recognized his presence with them in the Eucharist first, in the real presence, but also in the power of the Lord, the power of his Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The Lord is with us now. He's not left us orphans. Let's take a look at the second reading of Paul. This is important for us as a parish family, this last sentence. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers to equip the Holy Ones, to equip the Holy Ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, all of us. Until we all attain, all of us, to unity of faith. So that's, that really expresses our mission, right? To come together as a family. As I talked about last, last week, do we love each other? We're called to love our immediate family members, of course, but do we love all? And do we love those who, who come to church with us? Do we care? For them, fellow disciples of Jesus Christ. But in order for us to to be disciples in this area at this time in history, we need to recall our mission and our vision. It's always on the front cover of our bulletin for our mission and vision of St. Pat's. So what is our mission? Does that come to your mind? Our mission. Our vision. They may not, because I think that, that myself and we all have to do a little bit better job of, of knowing our mission and our vision. And that's on me. I think we had to do, find other ways to put this in our minds. But our mission is this, our mission is why we exist. To love God with our whole heart. So to love God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. So love God with our whole heart and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So God and our neighbor. Our vision is how, we, how that happens, how this mi- mission happens in our community. How do we envision this, this happening? To seek and save the lost in our community. To seek and save the lost in our community, in this area. To seek and save the lost, that could be also termed as to make disciples. To make disciples. And then the next part of the vision is this to build disciples and to make church matter. To build disciples, that those who are coming to church already. To build each other up, to encourage each other, to grow in our knowledge of the faith, our love of Jesus and each other. And to make church matter, what means need to be engaging, engaging in our, in our welcome. Everybody feels welcome when they come here. Make sure that that is a reality to make sure that we have good, engaging music, which we do have, to make sure that we have good and engaging homilies, which I'm still working on, <laughs> to make sure that we have fellowship afterwards, to make sure that we are, are have an impact on this community, in our ministries, in our, in our groups. Is this happening? To a certain extent, but not fully. So how can we really be his disciples right now in Yorkville. Well, in order for us, before we plan, before we go ahead, we have to know where we're at. We have to know our sense of of belonging, our sense of of being part of this family. Where are we at spiritually? So before you take a look at the survey, don't look at the survey yet, not yet, Um, I want to mention these things. The purpose of the survey, in which um, we ask everyone 18 and, and over to take this, all those who, who consider themselves part of, of St. Patrick's, the purpose of the survey is to give us a view of the spiritual health of our parish family. How, how rich is the soil in our hearts? Is the soil good or, or not so good? The results of the survey. Will show us what we are doing well, but also to help us see those areas of, of improvement that we can make in our, in our parish. The survey is kept uh, strictly confidential, so you don't put your names on, on this survey. Uh, some information is demographic only, so we know the demographics of our, of our parish. So I ask all those who are 18 and, in order to fill out. This survey, so it's per person, not per family, per person, 18 and older. Those who are under 18 or those who are visitors, I ask you to do this as we take five minutes to fill this survey, is to pray. Pray one decade of the rosary, one Our Father, ten Hail Marys, and Glory Be. Keep track on your your fingers, all right? And focus on the ascension. That's one of the glorious mysteries, ascension. So pray for our parish, so now you can get the uh, surveys. So they should be on the right-hand and left-hand side of the pew. If you can make sure everybody who can fill this out this time, 18 and older, will fill this out. If you don't have a pencil or pen, raise your hand. So the ushers come to give you a pencil or pen. Keep your hand raised until they come uh, with a pencil or pen. Also, if there's not a form in your, in your pew, if you can raise your hand as well. In the uh, Adoration Chapel, there should be forms as well. If we can make sure we get pencils to those in the Adoration Chapel, and the chairs as well. I ask you to take the next five minutes to fill this out. Thank you for doing this.